Welcome, Modern Talkers. I'm live on the gram. Uh, this is an intro to my podcast. Uh, <laughs> we. Uh, this is Tina Kasten, Christina Kasten, um, aka Tina, aka Teens, aka the Unproblematic Queen. Um, hey, Betty. Um, uh, we had a good conversation um, <clears throat> after this too, which is fun. Uh, Zach, what's up? Um, she was, she was mostly asking the questions, um, so that was cool that, like, she was asking questions, because I'm usually the one asking questions. Um, I said, I said that she should do her own podcast, because she has so many questions, and they were, like, unique, good questions. Is that Ross? Ross? Hi. Um, uh, I don't know who ate S... HPP. I'm sorry. You just have a different name that I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, hey, Dad. Feel free to comment your name, SHPP5858. Um, <laughs> sup. Um, <laughs> Russ said, sup, dog. Um, so. That's Scott Ostrowski. Hey, wow, why are you on here? Thank you so much. <laughs> I didn't think you would care about this, but cool. Um, so we we thought it'd be a good title to have her as, um, uh, well, she was like asking like, what what would the title be to my podcast? And I was like, who cares? Like, don't let that slow, don't let the title try to slow you down. Um, uh, and then we actually liked the name, who cares? <laughs> uh, and we thought it'd be funny to like change her name every episode, quote unquote, like welcome to who cares with Brenda Williams. <laughs> like, I don't know. I thought that was funny and it's weird because no one else is laughing, but I think it's funny cause no one else is here. So it's all good. Um, we, uh, we cooked dinner after this and played uh, a game called Bosconian. I think it's like an eighties game uh arcade game <laughs> thanks dad um he put crying laughing emoji uh and we say dodging pills which are like if you played the game thank you betty also cry crying laughing emojis um <laughs> uh we say dodging pills meaning there's like little white like pill looking things that try to hit you in the game so that's what we mean by dodging pills it's not like we're or like drug busters or something I don't know <laughs> uh, yeah um, and yeah it's a really good conversation it's it's about standard it's like two hours you know uh, and um, on an unrelated note I just I just read something recently and I really liked it um, I I read about how a girl's parents got divorced um, but her mom said don't worry honey you were made with love and I think that's so beautiful. Like, I forgot the fact that people make love and also make babies. For some reason, that was, like, mutually exclusive in my head. I don't know. I don't know why, but uh, th that's, I don't know. That's something to kind of marinate on. Um, I, I just love that, that that's the way life is made, ideally, with love. I think that's really cool. Um, 
And I know that's so dumb because I feel like everyone else knows that and I just like forgot for some reason. Um, so anyway, Tina um, is, she like makes music, which I didn't even know when we did the podcast. At the end she was like, oh, you know how you make an album sometimes? And I was like, well, yeah, actually. But <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, the like intro song and outro song are both her. The first one's called uh i should know this sunshine it's called sunshine um it's pretty catchy and it's fun and uh and the the last one is called deep talks which is apropos to a podcast so um that'll be fun you'll get to hear her um and check her out um on youtube that's where her music is uh christina caston just on youtube and yeah, thank you guys for watching and listening and uh, get into it. just uh i got up and then um it's usually how i start my day i went to target to get things nice uh like some things for dinner tonight so excited um dodging pills <laughs> <laughs> yeah and dodging pills uh i think that's it and i cleaned a little bit nice and that was it Oh, and I watched Bandersnatch. Have you seen that yet? No, I'm kind of afraid. 
because I heard people were like, I chose the Frosties, and I'm like, what does that mean? The Frosties. Or like oh, some oh cereal. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I understand. Yeah. So I'm like, I gotta, I gotta work myself up to that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you plan on seeing it anytime soon? Um, right now I'm watching The Bodyguard, so probably when I finish that. What's that? That one, Tom, it is blowing my mind. <laughs> is that a TV show? Yeah, or, it's okay. on Netflix, and it's like, I can't even describe it. I'm only on the third episode. Okay. But it's a BBC show, and it's this bodyguard who just got from like back from Afghanistan, mm-hmm. and he oh, is. Oh, maybe I've heard of this. Yeah, and he's like, I think he's protecting the Home Secretary, but the mm. Home Secretary doesn't like align with his worldview. Okay. And so he's protecting this person that he technically doesn't like, like he said it. Uh huh. And all this stuff happens. I don't want to give it away, but it's very much. Oh, thank you. Yes. It's very much like things go down, and okay. it's like an affair happens, and Whoa. then yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I was screaming in my dorm room, and I'm pretty sure my my roommates are like, "Is she okay?" But it's intense. <laughs> so you recommend that to people? Oh, definitely. Okay, good. Definitely, if you want to have like, if you want to just double guess yourself. Double guess myself. Yeah. You ever do that? Where you're like, you're like, oh, it's gonna be B, and then you go back to it, and you're like, well, A looks like a pretty good <laughs> answer. So if you wanna, what is it, double guess, double think, I don't know. But if you wanna be confused, doubt, I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like it sounds wrong, but it's also makes sense. <laughs> um. Uh. So, do you wanna say how we know each other, or do you want me to go first? Ah, uh, you can go first. <laughs> Um, well, first of all, I want to say uh, I put this font in Helvetica for you. I noticed. <laughs> you did notice? I did. I did. Because, yeah, that's beautiful. It's just makes my heart all warm and fuzzy. I love Helvetica. <laughs> love Helvetica. <laughs> it was in Helvetica New, and I was like, whoa, I got to fix this. You got to keep How do you feel school. about Helvetica, Helvetica New? You know, no complaints. I mean... <laughs> It's just like a little offspring to the original. Yeah. If it was like Comic Sans, I'd be like, just tossing it out the window. <laughs> Not going on your <laughs> podcast. Um, so the first, my first impression of you was wearing a shirt that said, that said at a Christian university. <laughs> um, what the hell? What the hell, Vatica? What the hell, Vatica? Uh, yeah, what the hell, Vatica? Yes. So um, I was like, this girl is something. <laughs> I don't know what I thought, but like, she's a troll. She's, yeah. <laughs> She's got a sense of humor, I guess, is, like, what I got out of that. Thank you. And then, um, what was, like, the next thing, like, the next thing that we, like, interacted with? I guess we were on the same yeah. team for a group project thing. That was the first, I think the first impression, or, like, the first meeting we had was with Dr. Wales, and we were on the same, like, you were doing some kind of case study. And it wasn't, I can't remember. It was just, like, super random. And we picked, like, the worst one that we could have. Oh, is that, we were together for that? We were, I think we were together for two of them. And it was the first one. And I didn't know you still. Oh, wow. I don't remember that part. Yeah, I remember (laughs) it. (laughs) We got the worst case study. What was it? Do you remember? I remember us having one, but I don't remember one when we didn't know each other. I don't remember. Hmm. What was the, 
other one. It was interesting. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Um, and then, and then we went ice skating because there was like a, um, a, a group thing in our department, not department. What's like, like our major? Yeah, 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 in our major, um, there's like a get together and we ice skated and I hated it. Did you like that? There's too many people, and yeah. I fell, yeah. so... But it was fun. It, <laughs> it was, was fun, fun, but it hurt. That's what I'm I didn't like. I'm glad you went, though. I was like, yeah, me too. Yes. And then I was like, you're like, what are you doing after this? And I was like, gonna go watch the Steeler game. Wanna come? Like, half joking. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I told my mom, I was like, you should probably take up Tommy's, like, his style, because he does not move, and it's been effective for him. <laughs> She's like, I don't think I could do that. I'm like... No, you gotta try it. It takes a lot of self-control. It does take a lot. You were just like out. leaned over the couch <laughs> and I was like, he really isn't moving. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then oh, there's something else I wanted to say about that. Oh, and then you played Catan with my roommates. That was really fun. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, if you guys are listening, I'm sorry that I sucked and asked so many questions. I'm going <laughs> to get better. I'm going to get better. We can maybe do it tonight, but yeah. they, they won't listen to this, so you have yeah. to come in person. Um but I did. <laughs> I don't, that doesn't matter. <laughs> um, the mushroom cap is back. It is back. Is it's, it back for good? or is It's it just, back for good. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, it was just like for that weird period of winter when yeah. it's just really, really cold. But it's still cold. It's snowing a lot right now. I know. It's not even supposed to snow. Yeah. But it's okay. I think now, like, I needed to protect it because it was, it got frozen. And I was like, this is not okay. Yeah, you're right now. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm like, all right, I can deal with it now because um, it's January mm-hmm. and we only have one more month and February goes so quick. Mm-hmm. So it should be good. That's good. Yeah. So you you put in, what is it called again exactly? It's called, it's not weave, but it's called... Um, Steve. <laughs> Eve. <laughs> yeah, Eve would make sense like It's called uh, crochet. So okay. it's like you braid your hair and then... If you know, like, crochet, like, the rug things, mm-hmm. like, where they would crochet puppies, mm-hmm. and then you crochet it into your hair, so it's not, like, sewn in. It's yeah. just, like, you can pull it out if you want. Uh-huh. So if it gets too, like, too much, I'll be like, no, I don't want to do this anymore, and I'll just take it out. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of going, like, getting a weave and being like, hey, I need you to take this out of my yeah. hair now. Uh-huh. So it's pretty, it's more independent, because you can do it yourself, too. <laughs> Okay. Um, did you take it out at night or you kept it in at night? And stuff? Um, you keep it in. You keep it in, like, if it's your actual hair. And mm-hmm. then once it gets to a point where, like, it gets really itchy, because it helps your hair grow really fast. Oh, and okay. the itchiness isn't, like, dirt or anything. It's just your hair's growing really fast. Oh, huh. And so it got really, like, I was just, it was uncomfortable. And I was like, all right, I know it's pretty long now, so I'm just going to take it out. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so it's a good way to grow your hair it does look longer thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> but it's a good way to grow your hair and not um have to worry about and like put so much product in because uh-huh. i feel like the best way for your hair to grow at least for mine is to do nothing to it okay so yeah interesting yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i haven't done a formal podcast in a long time so i'm excited to, get to do this again um so I guess, yeah, I guess we haven't, like, fully talked about, I guess we have. We just <laughs> hung out a couple times after that, 
and uh, we just have a lot of fun all the time. Yeah. Um, so, but we never like talk, talked. So I, I think this would be a good time to do that. I know. I've been waiting. I was like, I saw you the first day of class. I was mm. like, I can't talk to him about anything. I have to wait till Thursday. Like, <laughs> I really can't talk to you about anything. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I thought it'd be better to like see each other for the first time again at the podcast. Yeah. So we could like spill our guts yeah on camera <laughs> um the the mic cameras uh the mic cameras and uh so you grew up a military kid or like what's the proper term for that military oh, brat yeah <laughs> it is that. military brat. why do people say that i don't know i think it's because like i've seen it now as an quote unquote adult or mm-hmm. like i probably was really annoying as a child really I don't know, like, when you're in the military, I don't, see, I don't know, because some of the kids, like, their parent, their dad or their mom isn't there for six months, Mm -hmm. so they start to get really unruly, because no one's there to check them, because their their other parents, like, yeah, the other parents dealing with everything else, Mm -hmm. like, for two people, so, uh, I wasn't like that, hopefully, because I was like when my dad was deployed mm-hmm. I was really little yeah so I've always had both of them there at the same time or like it was a business trip for two weeks uh-huh. and so it was never been like super long yeah. to where I'm like <laughs> like yeah. really like unruly so yeah they've okay. always kept me in check um what did I want to say about that it'll come back to me um <laughs> So you, both your parents were in the military, right? Yes. So you said they didn't, they weren't, they're only deployed like when you're really little. So yeah. what'd they do after so, that? Um, well, my dad, he retired probably when I was in second grade, first grade. Okay. And so after that, he was a stay-at-home dad for a bit, and then he went back to teaching. So he's a school teacher. He's like an elementary school teacher, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, we talked about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so he's teaching first grade right now. Yeah. Which is, he likes them, but at the same time, I feel like with anything, he's like, they're getting on my nerves. They're just <laughs> like, they're running around everywhere. Yeah. But it's good to know, thank you, mm-hmm. that um, he's changing them. And you can see it, like, they're getting more educated. And you can see, because I grade papers for him sometimes. Oh, like, cool. They're getting better with their spelling. Yeah. And, like, you can see a progression. So that's always cool. Like, that is cool. Being, like, helping him out and mm-hmm. seeing that and seeing the effect that he has. Yeah. Like, all right, this is dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, so was he, like, do you remember him being, like, especially good with you when you were a kid? Yeah, he taught me how to read, actually. Like, there's videos of it. He was oh, really, really into, like, photography and videoing, uh-huh. which I guess is where I get it from. That makes sense. And so I remember there's a video of him, like, I was reading to him, and he'd be like, no, that's not the right word. So when I was really little, um, he would make us, like, pancakes and stuff because mm-hmm. he had all that time. Yeah. So I'd spend a lot of time with him, and then um, – when my mom would come home, I'd just spend time with her. So it was like a good, yeah. like a nice little handoff. Of yeah. like, Are right, you going to spend time with her now? Yeah. So it was nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have any brothers or sisters? I do. I'm the youngest of five. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So <laughs> the closest one to me is Tiara. Okay. And she, is, I think she just turned 24, 23. 
mid-20s. <laughs> <laughs> so, and she's in England. Um, oh, that's right. We talked about that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And she's like the closest to me in age and just in general because I've grown up with her. Yeah. Because all of the other ones, they're like mid-30s. Mm-hmm. So the oldest is, uh, her name's Shakoya, but we call her Dreesy. Why? I don't really know. <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't know about that one. I don't know if that's her middle name. but uh, she's, I think that's so funny when when family members have like nicknames but no one knows why yeah Yeah, like i just kind of grew up with that Mm -hmm. i found out her name was shikoya very like late in life (laughs) it's like that's her name (laughs) like like, i thought it was dreesy i think you guys are lying yeah change it change it back (laughs) but yeah so she's married to george if you're listening george what's up what's up Um, george what's up (laughs) and they have my two nephews yeah twins. you were showing me those yeah they're so cute and then it goes that was like your <laughs> object <laughs> so insensitive keep going and then um it goes Dreesy and then Nichelle and she's in California Ooh. and she is she I don't know how you say it like correctly mm-hmm. but I became an aunt because of her okay so I have his name is Jakevius and he's 10 I want to say. Is he mischievous? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like with that name, you kind of have to be yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Like, and then it's Rodell. He's my only brother. And he has a daughter. So she's super spoiled. And her <laughs> name's Raquel. So yeah, that's that's my whole family. Nice. But they're, I love all my nieces and nephews. They're so cute. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I hate one of them. <laughs> Wait, you don't know who. Um, uh, you so you lived in a bunch of different places. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Like go oh, through sure. where you've lived. Yeah. So I was born in Japan, mm-hmm. and then I moved to Virginia Beach. Okay. And then I was around two, and I left when I was eight mm-hmm. for Newport, Rhode Island. Yeah. And then moved after a year to Hawaii. Uh-huh. Stayed there for three years. I left when I was thirteen. Okay. And then came back to. Portsmouth, Rhode Island. Okay. Had two years there and then came back to Nova or mm-hmm. Northern Virginia <laughs> and stayed there for three years. Well, three, four. Okay. <laughs> and, so and then you're going to move again soon, right? Yes, we're going to move hopefully to Virginia Beach. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what, uh, like, what have you, this is like very hard question to answer because it's like really general but like what have you learned from moving around so much yeah um i think the one thing i've learned is like even within the united states there's so many different cultures and like the way people live is different in every state Mm -hmm. and so it's almost to adapt yourself to that and to forge friendships really quickly mm-hmm. and have them be deep roots hmm. and it's kind of hard when you're little yeah because you're like oh we're gonna be friends forever and <laughs> it's like like psych kidding i'm moving <laughs> yeah. and you don't have a phone so you can't connect yeah yeah and so that was like the hard thing about it uh-huh. but to be able to make those friendships fast and make them like last and make them not hard in the sense of like <clears throat> it's like a level or anything but like you know when they say like love fast or live hard or love hard that kind of thing mm-hmm. like have it be like that where it's just intense yeah and like all encompassing so i feel like that's what i learned to do huh. now i've kind of 
like held back from that because I am staying in one spot with yeah, college yeah. being that thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's nice to, I don't know, it's nice to be able to switch that on and off. Yeah. And really like get that when you're like, oh, I feel like I'm saying like so much. I'm sorry. That's okay. But when you know that there's people who aren't going to be with you for a while to just kind of cling to them or wrap onto them mm-hmm. and then let them go and feel like you've given yeah. everything you can. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought about these questions. So <laughs> did you? I did. I was like, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Like, That's awesome. check. <laughs> wow. Um, let me check. Okay, I'm making sure that was on. Um, uh, so I guess we should say we're both in the same major, which is cinematic arts, yes. and that's why you brought up photography before. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where you get it from. Um, do you is he like your only influence of why coming to into this field? Um, I'd say like person wise, mm-hmm. yes, but movie wise, I the first movie that I really like actually watched and was like, wow, I can do this mm-hmm. was Super Eight. Oh, yeah. 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 And so I was like, this is insane. (laughs) Like, I can make movies with my friends. And so that's what really got me into it. Uh And then I just actually started just watching movies, like, devouring them. Mm -hmm. And some of them were bad, like, not bad, like, morally, but bad, like, they probably should have never been made. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Or, and some of them were really good. I feel like it's kind of difficult to say, oh, that was a bad movie because mm-hmm. someone else could really like it. Mm-hmm. So it's really subjective, I found, the art yeah, field. So. Yeah, and some people value like cinematography a lot more and some people yeah. just care about the story. And so like, there's a lot of reasons why to like a movie. So mm-hmm. it's like, you can't like generally say that's yeah. a bad movie, I guess. I don't but, know, I just thought of that. But, yeah, um, it's like, I'm thinking, I had this conversation with Sarah Perkins, mm-hmm. and we were talking about like what makes a movie forgettable. Mm. And I'm like, well, it's not really a forgettable movie. If then they're giving all these like movie titles. I'm like, it's not really a forgettable movie if if you're bringing it up now. <laughs> yeah, like, is it? Is, it's either like really, really That's bad funny. to you, yeah. or it's just you know a movie. Yeah. So. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> You can't say they're a forgettable movie. You're like, what's that movie called? Yeah. Yeah, if you don't remember, you're like, there's this movie that I can't remember, but I hate it. (laughs) That's funny. Um, So you're into skateboarding. I am. How did that start? You're wearing a Thrasher hoodie. I know. I'm wearing Thrasher and I skate, so don't don't come at me. (laughs) I actually started uh, skating when I was eight years old, and I've just kind of, like, sucked butt since then. (laughs) So I still can't do a kickflip, so... eh. But I I think I got more into filming with skateboarding. Like, that was a good segue. Yeah. Um, But I started when I was eight, and it was from... I don't know if you've seen it. It's the Naked Brothers Band. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Dude, I was obsessed with that. Really? Like, obsessed. I remember I told my mom we were going to New York one time, and uh-huh. it's like, we could totally find their apartment. Like, <laughs> I know this sounds kind of impossible, but I saw their number on the door, and <laughs> there's not a lot of buildings with this one. So <laughs> she's just like, what? <laughs> did you find them? No. Oh. No, I did not. That story was... Found out that yeah. was a set... And that, like, doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where I got started with that, that show. You know what would make a good dolly, though? What? A skateboard. 
Very true. <laughs> I don't know if it counts as a vehicle, though. Uh, hmm. Yeah, there's a rule for our program that you can't use vehicles yeah. yet. Can we use it as seniors, or is it I at all? Like, put it in a car and stuff? Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter right now. It's all about insurance. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you listen to Lil Wayne? Is that Did he influence you with skateboarding no, at all? No, I didn't know Lil Wayne until I was like... <laughs> 18. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Like, I mean, I've heard of his songs, and I'm like, people are like, oh, that's Little Wayne. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I don't I don't really care, but it's a good song. That's crazy. So, yeah, then I when I saw that he was into skateboarding, he was, like, shouting out Alex Midler. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, like, Justin Bieber, I didn't know he skated until, like, Oh, that's recently. right, yeah. yeah. Oh, Tyler, the Creator Skates. I did know Tyler Creator yeah. skated, but that's because I was really into like his music in like high school. Mm. I was sixteen. Yeah, so. yeah, good times. <laughs> <laughs> My, f- it's funny like to think about like how Lil Wayne influenced people to skate because like my friend used to skate when he was a kid, mm-hmm. and then Wayne started uh, rapping about it, and then he's like, I should just take up skateboarding <laughs> again because Wayne's talking about it. I thought that was funny. That's very funny. Um, oh, this is like an observation I have. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to hear your take on it. Why do most sports players have some sort of faith, but most people in like show business don't have faith? Mm. What do you think that's about? I was thinking about this one, mm-hmm. and what I've come down to, and this isn't a general statement, so if you are like, I have faith and I'm a... Mm-hmm. show business person yeah. like it's not yeah, yeah, yeah but it's more in show business it's always about well i did this myself mm. and i created this myself yeah whereas in sports it's almost like a team effort yeah and then it goes down into faith and like well this talent isn't my own right like i was given it it's a yeah. blessing huh. so i feel like that's the split uh-huh. whereas like it's really hard to be a super super cocky athlete. Yeah. Because once you lose, it's like, well, you're nothing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know. So, but it's really easy to be like a really arrogant show business person. Yeah. Because you're like, well, if it fails, that's the audience's mm. perception. Like, yeah. it's not objective. Right. So. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I've come down to it. But what do you think? Um, I didn't know what to think, but you made me think right now. <laughs> um, well, first of all, uh, the, uh, the the talent isn't my own thing. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, God-given talent with sports, and, like, you have certain physicalities that yeah. you, like, don't really control um, so that they see that as from God. And But show business people is kind of, like, learned things. So... Mm-hmm they think they just learned it on their own, I guess. And there's, like, nothing God-given, quote-unquote, yeah. like, physically, I guess. So that's – that was just, like, kind of building off of what you said. Yeah, that's really what I um, There's another part of it that I wanted to dissect that I liked what you said. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> uh Oh, the objective. Oh, yeah. In in um in sports, there's like no objection. It's like you you got a W on the sheet or you got an L on the sheet. Yeah. And with art, it's like it could be like a certain a very niche thing, like 
amount of people like it love it yeah but then everyone else hates it and it doesn't really matter because those niche people love it yeah um or it could be like really broad and like everyone likes it quote unquote <clears throat> but like the hardcore like filmmakers or whatever don't like it or music makers don't like it or whatever yeah like Nickelback or something <laughs> <You're a scrap>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um I'll, we could get into that since that came up naturally yeah um well I want to say before go for it um this just like building off of that mm -hmm. I purposely did this last year because I wanted to do an experiment and what? it was an art class and he was like, make these lines really reflect these emotions. Mm. This is my art teacher. Okay. I'm looking at these words, but I'm like, how are lines supposed to convey this? Like, he's like, make it squiggly, make it abstract. Okay. And so I literally just scribbled on the page and just made up lines. Mm -hmm. And he gave me an A. <laughs> and I'm like, you, he literally said, I felt so much emotion from this. And I didn't have the heart to tell him, like, dude, I just closed my eyes and drew. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know, it's so weird how subjective art I is. I know, yeah. Because to me, it's just lines, but to him, it's like restlessness. And mm. I don't know how you can yeah. get that connection. So. And is it the creator's place to say, no, I just, I just scribbled? Or do you... You just let it be like, well, if that's what they wanted to get out of it, that's what they wanted to get out of it. I think that's a big question. Yeah. Maybe the latter. Yeah. I don't want to be like, well, I just scribbled, and then they start having like an existential crisis. Yeah. Like, what did I just see then? Uh -huh. You know? Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd probably say the latter. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I feel like sometimes you do need to say the former. Yeah. Like, it depend I guess it depends on what it is. Yeah. That's interesting. It's a good question. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, with that, with Rap Genius, for me, like, I loved Rap Genius, and that was so important to me growing mm -hmm. up. And, um, and like, Chance, the rapper, puts some of his stuff on, on Rap Genius, so it's, like, straight from the source. But, like, Childish Gambino, who I also really like, he never explains, like, his art and... And that like makes it more mysterious, but it also like is like I want to know what you think about it. Yeah. So, I've always like struggled with that, um, that like dichotomy or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, like having your own thoughts and then having like the original. Yeah. Like yeah. And, yeah. And then mixing those two. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Because yeah. on Rap Genius with Childish Gambino songs, it's just people like I think he meant this. <laughs> In an interview in 2012, he said that. So <laughs> connecting the dots, it's like I don't. That's a bit of a stretch, but I guess I don't know what else it would be. Yeah, um, <clears throat> do you think that's what he wants? Like, does he want you guys to like really delve into his interviews and like have everything that he's saying be art? I hope so, because that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Um, uh, oh shoot, I lost it. I'm not having a good mental day today, apparently. <laughs> okay um it's about childish gambino it'll come back yeah it'll come back um uh what is it about someone that's funny that makes them so likable what's that about <laughs> i think it's like it doesn't even have to be the same humor although that is really helpful like mm -hmm. if someone doesn't understand sarcasm it's yeah. like really hard to 
yeah. connect. But I think it's that they're relatable mm-hmm. and that they don't take life too seriously. Yeah. Like, it's good to take life seriously, like, with a job or something. Yeah. But I do embarrassing things all the time. Like, can't get words out. I'll yeah. probably, like, give a thumbs up to somebody and they're like, why are you doing this to me? Uh, and, I just, to me. <laughs> and I just get on the phone with my mom and, like, you won't believe this. And I think it's good to... Like have that laugh at yourself mm-hmm. and be like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not <laughs> I'm nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's what makes it like being funny so likable is that you know they're not really they they think they're confident, but they don't think so highly of themselves. Yeah, a thing that I listen uh, I listen to a podcast and the guy. Pete Holmes' podcast and he talks about um, comedians being like confidently vulnerable Mm. and that's like what I think you're kind of getting at because you have to like be confident enough to say something that could be funny Yeah, and you don't know until like you (laughs) say it and someone laughs or doesn't laugh Um, uh, but you have to like it's it's never as funny talking down to someone as it is like talking down on yourself or like saying oh we're down here together being silly or like Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I feel like comedians, like the way you guys put yourself out there, like I can't do that. I can't, uh, I can't just like say this because to me it's funny and there's nobody laughs and like, well, I hate myself (laughs) and I'll just get off stage. But you guys like plow through it and I feel like that's how you guys learn and just like get better. Yeah. So that's funny. That's funny hearing you guys because I still like, I guess I am like. A comedian quote-unquote but like it's still weird to be like in the same category quote-unquote as like Jerry Seinfeld and Pete Holmes and those people yeah I mean um, you're doing something that a lot of people can't bring themselves to do so yeah you're totally in that group <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah the also something um, that Mike Birbiglia said I don't know if you know him Mm-mm. he's a comedian but he's Oh no, now I lost what he said. Oh Wait, my maybe goodness. <laughs> just like look out the window and be like, what did he say? Oh, I, it's <laughs> close. It is close. I feel it close. Um, what did we just say right before that? They put themselves uh, th- out there. Yeah, they put themselves out there. Um, it's weird that I'm in that category. Shoot. You said something about what well, was us down here silly or something like that. <laughs> Dang it, man. <laughs> I have like so many untied knots here that I need to figure out before the end of this podcast. <laughs> um, are you, do you feel good about that one? Are we done with that one? <laughs> How do you feel about it? I don't feel good about it, but... <laughs> we, could, we could stay on it a little more if you want. Yeah, I'm cool with it. But I don't know what else to say about it. Like I have the thing, but it's not coming out. This is why I'm rusty. I haven't, I haven't done this in a while. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I'll say one thing about comedians that I like, like, that there's, like, they're so relatable. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't have to go through their same experience. Like, yeah. John Mulaney. <laughs> I love I've him. never been accused of murder at 12. Like, that's never <laughs> happened. But the way that he says it, I'm like, this is really funny. <laughs> and I could see that happening to myself. Like, uh-huh. when you can put yourself in someone else's yeah, shoes. Yeah, yeah. I feel like comedians do that really well. Mm-hmm. And they, they set up the stage, mm-hmm. and then they give the stories. Like, they give all the facts. Yeah. And then they go with it. 
which I don't know like I feel like I can do that but not as I'm like laughing through it I can't get through a funny story because I'll be crying with tears like of laughter and they'll be like can you just spit it out <laughs> like no you won't believe it. <laughs> so that's what I'll that's why I did this one okay well we can move on because it, it still hasn't come to me it's like I feel it's so close to my conscience, but it's like it's like poking on the outside. It's, I'm still here. You just need to bring me in. I'll get there. Um, if you were an inanimate object, would you rather be trash or a trash can? <laughs> I thought about this one, and I was like, I don't want to get like super introspective because it's trash and trash can. I mean, okay. But I will. I, want, I would want to be a trash can Why? because there's a sense of purpose like okay. you're meant to open up your lid and like collect trash that's what you're supposed to do uh-huh. whereas trash is like you're unwanted like your mm-hmm. purpose is just to get thrown away yeah. and like go to a garbage dump somewhere yeah. and just be yeah. so I'd probably be like even though it's gross to <laughs> like want to be a trash can yeah it's like the equivalent of being like a toilet or something. Like at least you have a purpose, <laughs> you know. Like yeah. maybe if you're inanimate, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know that. You'd be like, mm. you just wouldn't say anything. But <laughs> then I have a thought over it. Like yeah. I'd be a trash can. I think that kind of relates to how you go from place to place and you love and then you let go. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's really good. Because you love the trash, and then you let it go. <laughs> I'm like, be free trash. <laughs> Just be. <laughs> oh, this is one of the things that I remembered that I wanted to say from before. Um, uh, do you remember, like, a friend from your childhood that you haven't talked to, like, since you left? Yeah. There's this real, like, every time I think about it, I kind of get upset. <clears throat> but I had a really good friend named Amy Morris. I know I'm like spilling everybody's last name, but I'm like, Doesn't if matter. you find me, like hit me up. I just <laughs> want to see how you're doing. Yeah. This was in third grade, mm-hmm. I think, or either third or second. And she left. Like she was the one to leave. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I told my mom, I was like, can I hang out with her her last day? Mm-hmm. And I guess my mom didn't connect that the last day meant like last day she's here in Virginia. Yeah. And she was like, no, you have to clean up the house. And I remember she came over to the house. And was like, hey, can I hang out with Tina? And I was like, yeah, can I? She's like, no, you can't. And she wasn't, like, mean about it or anything. Like, no. She was just like, no, you have to do this because we're packing up, too. Mm. And I remember just being so upset because there was no closure. Yeah. And I'm like, I remember I tried to look her, like, when Instagram became a thing or when Facebook became a thing, I tried to look her up and be like, Hey, do you remember me? Yeah. Third grade, but I felt like it was so far gone. Like, did you find grade, her? No. Oh. I mean, like, I found someone who looked like her, mm. but I didn't want to be like, hey, do you remember me? Third grade, and she's like, I have no recollection. I'm calling the police. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't want that. So, I mean, it's a good friend. <laughs> like that stuff happens, you know. Like, I don't think so. I don't think they call the police for an Instagram DM, hoping to find a childhood friend. Yeah, you're right. Because I was about to say, what's the worst that could happen? And then you said the police thing. I don't think that would happen. <laughs> They'd be like, You'd be like, oh, sorry, I don't remember I mean, you, or you, I'm not the person you're looking for. That's yeah. like the worst. I feel like that, like, 
After that, I probably just would stop trying because then it'd be after like, one, <laughs> after one, maybe after you two. You definitely can't be a comedian. If I know. You, <laughs> after one rejection, like, I hate you. Like, yeah. <laughs> same, bro. <laughs> no, but I don't know. Part of me wants to keep looking. I know it sounds weird, like she's a lost child, <laughs> but another part of me is just like I'm cool with like how it ended. Like I'm mm. fine with it. Okay. Like this, you know. Maybe we're still friends, technically, because we never said goodbye. Yeah. There you go. I mean, See, either way, you'd still be friends, I'd like yeah. to think. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I were to say the following phrase to you, how would, res- how would you respond? Feed me carrots. <laughs> These walls could <laughs> um, Runs away. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a vine. Um, yes. You're really into vines. Love vines. Yeah. I love vines. I feel like it's like my own language. Do you remember your first experience with vine? Um, I remember I made a vine account. Uh (laughs) And I was like, I'm going to be the next vine star. And then I made a vine. Like everyone else. Yeah. And it just, nobody saw it. (laughs) Instead of just keep making them till people see it, I was like, I'm fine with just watching everybody else's (laughs) stuff. That's what I did. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like oh, oh. <laughs> keep going. I remembered the Mike Birbiglia thing. <laughs> I like vines just because it's like quick, easy comedy, and mm-hmm. it's. I feel like it's kind of transformed a generation. Like with memes, you ever like mm-hmm. you look at a, like a garbage can, and they're like same, and it like yeah. the adults have no idea what you're talking yeah. about, but uh-huh. you're just like I relate to that, uh-huh. and the person who said it, and you're just. I don't know, it's just, like, this language all its own. I guess it's kind of the same, like, in the 1970s, maybe, when people were, like, groovy. And the 1940s guys were just, like, what? You know, like, it's just that disconnect, but it's made everyone in this generation, like, really, really tight somehow, like, almost like a Uh family-ish with all the people that there are just with language. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's cool. Yeah. Um... So, to go back to the Mike Birbiglia thing a little bit, um, but I want to get back to the Feed Me Carrots Vine (laughs) conversation. Um, You reminded me by saying, I posted something no one saw, and then I stopped. Uh, Mike Birbiglia said that, like, you have, as a comedian, you have to be delusional, like, at least a little bit, like, for the first few years of being Mm -hmm. a comedian, because, like, you have to be like, I think this is kind of going well, like, I could (laughs) see this being better soon, but, like, you're really bad, but you just have to, like say like it's gonna get better and like, <laughs> yeah i just think that's funny um do you have anything to say about that you don't have to i just don't want to cut you off <laughs> I, that's a good way to look at it okay it's just like confidence yeah it's delusional confidence <laughs> which if if some comedians didn't have it in the beginning there we wouldn't have some of them yeah probably so um it's not always bad to be delusional i guess um there you go. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not hurting anybody like yeah. It's okay to be delusional, I think. Yeah. Just, like, have your own space. And yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> so, you you said uh, you said you don't think you're, you're funny. I don't think I'm funny. I think, I think I'm clever, maybe. Like, I okay. can pull, like, things. Yeah. Like, I can do callbacks uh-huh. really well. That's, I think that's a big part of being funny. You don't think that's, like classified as funny i don't i feel like that's maybe it is classified as funny i wouldn't like personally 
I feel like I'm witty. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of what it is. I feel like funny for me is being able to set up a joke or a story and just have people in stitches. <laughs> I feel like I can do that. Okay. So I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I have potential sometimes, <laughs> but there are some funny people in the world. Yeah. I'm not mad that I'm not classified as one. I'm just, I'm just chilling. <laughs> Well, I, I don't want to say that you're not funny. I don't. I wouldn't say that, but you said that. <laughs> I and said I that yeah. for the record. So you you can classify yourself as funny if you would like. Maybe I'll just be. I'll be delusional. And be like, I'm funny. Yeah. I'm funny, guys. That's self love. Self love. Right there. Delusional confidence. Yeah. <laughs> I'm funny. <laughs> I yeah. I think that's good. You don't you don't need to not be saying you're not funny. Um. Uh. It's very beautiful outside. It it's is very distracting, really nice. actually. It wasn't even supposed to snow. Like it's actually sticking too. Yeah. I wanted a fort. I made one in mm-hmm. high school. Oh my gosh, Tom! This fort was beautiful. You're like it, the only person that calls me Tom, by the way. I think. Really? I'm yeah. sorry. Is it a, I mean, okay. I like Tommy better, but whatever. I've, I've been trying boat. to like. <laughs> I'm trying to call you Tommy. Okay. But keep yeah, keep going. But I made the fort. fort and it was it had like a fridge which was just the what? side of the fort. Like I just jammed Capri Suns into the side and it kept it cold. And it was this door and it A snow fort? A snow fort, Tom. A snow <laughs> fort. And it was huge and I like punched a window into <laughs> it. <laughs> like, like it was so beautiful. And I put a table in there and I would just read. And I'd, oh, like wow. the light would come down and reflect off the snow, and I could just read at night. My wow. dad has pictures. And I I really need to find them. Yeah, that send was it to like, me, and I could put it on the website. Yes. Of this podcast. It's my that'd prized be, possession. That'd right be there. so fun. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> um. I just realized I called you Tommy, and after you're like, I prefer Tommy. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I don't mind it. It's just funny. Um, what's your biggest fear? I don't know. I did not think of this one. That's okay. Maybe like... I don't know. Maybe this is going to get like super deep. Go for it. Maybe not being remembered in the way that I want. Mm. Like having a good legacy. But if there's people who are like, yeah, I remember her and she was absolute trash. Mm. Like I wouldn't roll over my grave or anything but I definitely thinking about it now be disappointed mm-hmm. that I couldn't change their opinion yeah of me mm-hmm. but at the same time like thinking about that now I'm thinking like my new year's resolution was to be like an unproblematic queen that's my new year's resolution <laughs> and it's just to the like, hardest yeah it sounds the, like the hardest thing ever it's pretty hard uh-huh. but it's like I have to understand with that that people's opinion of me, like their opinion of me, is not who I am. Yeah. Like some people will see, oh, I didn't like her, blah, 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 blah. But what really matters is if God likes me, which he does, he loves me. Mm. So, and to be able to reflect his love and like his being into myself and just have 
it be Christ. Uh-huh. I feel like that's that's the way I'm trying to be an unproblematic queen. I have to like relinquish that fear of being nervous that people don't like me. Yeah. Because I mean, people didn't like Jesus. Yeah. I'm not like I'm not Jesus. <laughs> I'm <nowhere near> <laughs> <him>. <laughs> but, <laughs> but have that like not affect me and my personality. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah, I don't know if that made sense. But I think so. You're you don't want to like live for other people's perception of you yeah right? yeah that's a good way to sum it up i like that okay that's good i like when i could put words in other people's mouths so <laughs> that's great um <laughs> uh I, I, I also, an, another thing that i wanted to say <laughs> about um like the topic of funniness uh i think what makes I w- i'm re-listening to uh tj miller's podcast mm. um and he's so masterful with callbacks and that's something that you mm-hmm. don't like consider quote unquote funny but like he is like so good at it <laughs> and it's like a little bit infuriating but like mostly like respectable <laughs> um <clears throat> how how he could just call things back in the moment that are like so specific <laughs> oh man i'm gonna tear up but um yeah i just wanted to say that part uh, thank you that's pretty good. Yeah. I need to listen to that. TJ Miller. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should. Cashing in with TJ Miller. Cashing in. Don't forget the dots in TJ. Oh, yeah. He gets mad about that. Like that? The, 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 the dot in between. Oh. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Gotcha. Yeah, Because yeah. uh, we kind of knuckle touched there. We did. Yeah. It was <laughs> like a cool. single knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he talks about how it really makes him mad when people don't put the dots because it's like the shortest name and Mm. you can't like put two dots there Um, I don't don't know if that's a bit or not but like it's I think it's funny and it could be true is his name TJ? Um, it's Todd Joseph I think Todd Joseph I think Um, uh, (laughs) what is your biggest fear? Pull it back on the host. I talked about this on other podcasts because I I asked this one. This is like one of my favorite questions. Um, So people ask me back sometimes. But my (laughs) biggest fear um, is uh, to not live up to my potential, Mm. which is kind of a narcissistic one because it's like I have a lot of potential. (laughs) Look, hey, look, I have a lot of potential. (laughs) Look at me, I'm so much. Yeah, Um, and I want to. I want to not waste my potential. Yeah. You want to waste your God-given talent. Yeah. I almost said that, but I didn't want to. I'm glad you did. (laughs) (laughs) I I like that one. I feel like that's a good, like, not a good fear to have in terms of if it makes you anxious and, like, like a negative sense, but it's there's things like good stress yeah i feel like that's a good stress to have like, yeah. to propel yourself to keep getting better yeah so. i think that's interesting about like for creative people sometimes you have to manufacture manufacture stress in order to get the things done that you need to get done because mm-hmm. like in an ideal world you'll be able to write a masterpiece um at your own leisure but usually you need a deadline to do that or like someone like after the first draft being like you're completely off like these characters or whatever um so i think 
I, I just think that's interesting about creativity and like how you have to like be boring about creativity to like make great creative things sometimes I yeah. guess not all the time sometimes it could come easily but um, yeah I like that my other biggest fear because I've given this a lot of thought because um, it's like comes up a lot since I asked it so I have to know what <coughs> what to say back uh, is losing my childlike creativity because mm. I think a lot of people like a lot of kids like have the creativity and then they lose it because like taxes or whatever yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, like adult things just like tear them down and like oh, I don't have time to be creative I'm like yeah like Picasso like what he's like it took me a lifetime yeah to draw like a child I love I love that quote yeah that's crazy I was just thinking about this because I'm writing a book, or at least I'm trying to, and I'm. Mm -hmm. It's like a collection of letters. Okay. And so, at the end, I try and put like a question for the audience in every single letter. So I that love they this think. idea. <laughs> and so I was like, hold on, I'll, let me see if I can find it. Yeah. That way I can give it as a direct quote. <laughs> it's gonna be some some silence. <laughs> it's okay. We missed 420, but we were together for it. <laughs> <laughs> We've been really good. Like, I mean, you've been phenomenal at <laughs> 420. <laughs> I, on the other hand, need some work. All right. That's, I mean, as long as one of us does it. It's true. When you do it, I'm like, all right, I gotta. But I don't get, like, text notifications on my phone anymore. It'll vibrate if I'm, if it's open. But if it's not, then, oh, like, interesting. yeah, I don't know how to fix it. Oh, that's not on purpose? No. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of nice now because I'm like, yeah, not on my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the yeah, quote, the quote. It uh, it was talking about like a context was it was this memory I had when I was in Newport and we would play this game called War, and because all of us had military parents, so oh, it was right. kind of like a way to ease some kids' minds mm -hmm. of what their parents were doing. Okay. And so it would go from, like, the morning till night, like, wow. after dinner. And we would just <laughs> spend all day, and it'd be this big event, and we'd wear camouflage and, like, <laughs> run around with Nerf guns <laughs> and, like, have strategies and forts. Yeah. And I remember I had this thing where the quote is, I can still see my friends' faces so vibrant and happy, peppered with freckles and missing teeth. It was easier than being alive being just existing what makes it harder wow. like what the, like what makes life harder yeah. like why can't we just keep being a child yeah. just in like a grown up body yeah i, I love that <laughs> thank you for sharing that you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah that's that's exactly what i was saying um like the the thing that I always think about is like looking at the clouds and like seeing something in the clouds. I guess there's no clouds today, but I guess I mean it's all cloud. It's, it's one all, cloud. It's just one giant. Cloud. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, like children always like, oh, it's a donkey or something, <laughs> and then adults just are like, oh, it's that white crap in the sky again. Yeah, yeah, it's so depressing. Yeah. Or like, you ever look up while it's snowing? It just looks like you're in a snow globe. Mm hmm. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> we could do that when we leave here. Yeah. 
Um, did you walk here, by the way? I did. Well, I was at the library at Madison mm -hmm. working on a script, so I walked from my dorm. Okay, so yeah. I can just drive you. Yeah. Okay. Um, did we did we get that? Oh, I think we did. We yeah. got everything. Um, this is an observation uh, that I made, and I want to hear your thoughts on it. Like, you know how parents like kind of feel like they're um, disconnected sometimes, like mm -hmm. even socially. Like, like with teenagers, or like with us, like. Just in general, <laughs> like it seems, it seems to me, because parents when they have kids, all the people want to like talk to the kid and stuff, mm. and so when like the people are like, oh, like what's your name, and then they they the parent talks through the kid and yeah. is like, I'm or her name is blah blah blah, or my name is blah blah blah, and then like, oh look how big you've gotten, and then they're like. <laughs> I've been eating a lot lately. Or so, I don't know. <laughs> but so like the parents always talk to their kid for yeah. like years. And then once the kid can talk for themselves, they're like, oh, I've been talking as this character of my kid. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to talk to people anymore. That's <laughs> my theory. Anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, they like have the crutch of the kid and then they lose that crutch and then they're like oh I've, I've lost touch with how to talk to people anymore yeah. like, right <laughs> so I think that's why some some parents like they don't relearn it and then they're just like weird for the rest of their lives just like weird yeah. adults yeah I can see that I feel like <clears throat> yeah I've never thought about that like <laughs> ever <laughs> that's never occurred to me but that's a really interesting way to look at it because it does happen and it mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense now like looking at some people's parents and they don't even have to be empty nesters either i found like it's just what do you mean um, what does that mean it's like your kids are in college or they're oh, like yeah, yeah, out yeah. of the nest mm -hmm. like of home yeah, yeah yeah like sometimes it's like they're just in high school they're <laughs> just yeah. kind of like really weird mm -hmm. but i don't know i don't know if there's like a workshop we can have for them <laughs> how to reintegrate back into society or like <laughs> I don't know I feel like there has to be a want from them and if there's that's a real that's what I was just looking at cup. I was like what is that guy doing it's like a gee it's like whiz. three times the size of a regular it's, coffee cup it's bigger than his face yeah it's probably like why are they looking at you <laughs> looking at you just your cup <laughs> yeah just your cup don't flatter yourself <laughs> <clears throat> um yeah uh i was gonna no i mean i was gonna try to make a joke like he would talk through his cup like i don't know <laughs> like that's his child yeah i couldn't i couldn't make that funny but that's what i was thinking that's why it took so long to say the next words but <laughs> like, um, this is mugrit <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs> i'm glad we found the funny in that um what do you think about this uh, quote? Uh, it's about the having and not the keeping. I didn't understand it at first when I read it. I was mm -hmm. kind of like, like if you want to expound on it. And then. Um, I was kind of hoping you'd take it, but uh, <laughs> just like think of something to uh, um, make sense of it, but you don't have to. I can. Maybe it's like. The first thing I saw with it was clothes. 
and hmm. I don't know like we have a lot of clothes I'm not saying like you and me we like we own a lot of clothes together yeah, <laughs> we do unisex it's clothes. just like a lot <laughs> <laughs> um but like we did shop together that one time at the fashion show. That was yeah. so much fun. I still have that video. Yes, I show my mom. I, and I was like, too. "Isn't this guy a model?" She's <laughs> like, "Is he wearing a skirt?" And like that is besides. <laughs> Keep going. Um, but like, what I've prescribed to, and I'm not like a full-on minimalist, like whatever mm-hmm. that has to be. But the way I see it is, I have these things and say it was clothes and I had a lot of clothes Mm -hmm. and I didn't wear like half of them maybe three quarters of them there were only like brief there were only articles of clothing that some articles of clothing that made me really happy and whenever I got new clothes and I just bought them to buy them it was just like this brief moment of happiness and I was like oh I don't want this anymore but I have to keep it Mm -hmm. and so that's kind of the way I saw it was well I've given away all these clothes now and yeah. I feel so much lighter and now I can buy things that I really really like yeah and I can see myself wearing every single day if it had to be like that yeah so that's kind of how I saw it with it's about the having and like having clothes to wear and not having to prescribe to society and be like well I have to have this $500 Gucci shirt yeah. like it's fabric yeah. like, that's all it is yeah. you just like get Sharpie and write Gucci on it a yeah. Hanes t-shirt if you want mm-hmm. so like that's how I saw it was like not prescribing to getting off-white I still don't understand that brand like it's just words off-white? yeah it's just like words on a shoe it's weird <laughs> <laughs> but, like, we wait just, off-white is a brand or it's yeah okay. it's a color too I know but, like, yeah but, but I figured it was also a brand. Yeah. And mm. it's like, you know, like Supreme. I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's just like. Thrasher. Thrasher. <laughs> People were really into that. Like, you don't skate. Don't wear it. I'm like, just wear it. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> like, so it's that kind of thing where, <clears throat> I don't know, in today's society, I found that I've started to watch a lot of, like, reaction YouTubes. Mm. And that's, like. There's this one where he's like, how much is your your fit worth? Fit's like an outfit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Found that out. And they're like upwards of a thousand dollars. And it's just a shirt. And they're yeah. like, Oh, the shirt was three fifty. These pants were four hundred. Yeah. Like, these are cool. Like, what if you get them dirty? Like, <laughs> we know you're not gonna wash it because yeah. it's gonna lower the authenticity uh-huh. or like something like that. That's so funny. I feel like that's the that's the <laughs> that's the gist I was kind of getting or like the feel I was getting from that. Yeah, which is pretty messed up that we're like that in society with clothes, mm-hmm. of all things. Yeah, yeah, it's messed up. I tried to do the opposite of like the I can't wash this like thing. I like made the decision to like I wanted to be like a cartoon character and that I wore the same thing every day <laughs> and so I just bought like a bunch of black shirts and then just wore jeans and the hat and like that's like my outfit or whatever yeah like my core outfit that I try to do but like now this quarter I wear um sweatshirts but um so it spices up the fit a little bit <laughs> um, but yeah like I, I that's like that's interesting that you took it that way um, about clothing and stuff because I think a lot of people 
think like that. Yeah. I've had to kind of like reprogram myself, especially with growing up in society as like a young adult, uh-huh. especially in this day and age where it's very much like likes and followers mm-hmm. and you know, you have to have this platform. Like, why can't I just be like Instagram used to bring me so much stress because I'm mm. like, well, I don't have a hundred likes. I'm like, yeah. Are they just liking it to just like it, or are they yeah. actually like really liking the stuff that I'm putting out? Right. And I mean, I'm not. I don't like the word influencer. Yeah, no one likes that. Yeah. I don't like that, but like, I definitely felt. I feel like Instagram is for people who would consider themselves that, or who want to put on this this air of like showing their highlights Mm -hmm. and they don't show real life yeah and so i've had to kind of like take breaks yeah and not get so caught up in it because i remember as a teenager with it i'd feel so like sad like man my life is nothing like this Mm -hmm. kid he's in abiza or she's in france and i'm like what am i doing wrong it's like i'm not doing anything yeah i'm just that's not my life it's not my timeline right now yeah Another thing that Mike Birbiglia said, and I'm getting this all from like one podcast that he was on with Pete Holmes, but um, he he said a good way to like get like snap yourself out of like the comparing game mm-hmm. is would you take their life like uh, like switch your lives one for one because you can't like pick and choose like oh I want to go to Belize or whatever yeah um, but you have to like take everything else about them like they oh, also like have a big nose or like I don't know like something else <laughs> that like there, there's stuff about you that other people want but then realize that like if you want to like do the comparing game and like jealousy and all that like you would have to it like just debunks like the the yeah. irrationale of like it's not worth it yeah yeah you, at the end of the day you want to be yourself yeah hopefully definitely ideally <laughs> there's a quote from mid 90s which Jonah Hill if mm-hmm. you're listening <laughs> fantastic movie <laughs> I loved it put me in my feels I was like this is awesome you did wonderful but is <laughs> is this quote from the one of the main characters his name is Ray and the like real main character Stevie and it was right after like they were at a party and just things went wrong with Stevie and his mom mm-hmm. and Ray like he came to seek advice from Ray and Ray was like well if you look at it like you wouldn't take my stuff like I wouldn't want your stuff because there's probably some way like heavier things that you're going through mm-hmm. I can't remember I gotta look it up but there's a quote exactly to it that fits for this but it speaks to that so you know Okay. Yeah, look it up. Just more, more silence. Real quick. That's okay. <laughs> there was something else I wanted to say, but of course I don't remember. <clears throat> Here it is. All right, this first thing. He goes. A lot of the time, we feel our lives are the worst. But I think if you look in anyone else's closet, you wouldn't trade their stuff for your stuff. So it's good. Yeah. So it's like it's that kind of thing. Yeah. What you were saying. Closet and the clothes thing that makes sense yeah. too. Tying it all together. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's about the having and not the keeping. Also, I think it's a good. I don't remember what the context I even heard it in. I know it was a podcast, but I don't remember what mm-hmm. 
it was like a guest who said it on a podcast um and i don't remember what what he was like pertaining to but um i think it's like a good uh like philosophy with love mm-hmm. and like you we we keep coming back to this how like <clears throat> the trash can and the and how you like love people and then you leave you can't like keep them but you have the love yeah and then you can't keep it but you still have it yeah, yeah. that's a good way to look at yeah. it yeah <laughs> a really good way to look at it <laughs> um what kind of sheets did you have when you were a kid like bed sheets if they were like microfiber or something or like <laughs> whatever you want to however you want to take it um i had blues clue sheets for the longest time because nice. that was like my jam you really yeah i steve? love steve love steve <laughs> joe like when he came onto the show i was like outraged just like really? you cannot do this and my mom was like it's just a show like, <laughs> no you don't it's understand and he's yeah. like his cousin like, <laughs> Have we done a background check on this guy? <laughs> Can he draw? <laughs> like, no, but I mean, yeah, it was Blue's Clues. And then I remember I like changed my room completely and we had the walls painted and everything. Mm. And it was like this beach theme. It was mm. orange because orange was my favorite color at the time. And it was like this hula dancing monkey quilt it was so cool <laughs> i loved it do you still have it no where is it it's probably at goodwill somewhere oh, no. Get it all. No. so sad it's really sad but like we still have the room and i think it's still orange okay so it'll be cool to come back and be like this is my room <laughs> there you go yeah um mermaids all right i just want to shout out my best friend tiffany gilak because <laughs> you're awesome for one and this question has been a, a topic in the group in like the film class okay. i've been asking so many people so tiff you're super cool i love you fam <laughs> that was a peace sign <laughs> you <couldn't hear> <laughs> i think it's so funny how we always look into the microphone when we're trying to address the audience. <laughs> everyone does that <laughs> Because um, there's little my my cameras. Yeah, the my, my cameras. The cameras. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> what did you? Because this is your question. What did you want to ask about? Yeah, like or talk about. Okay, so I'll give you the facts that she laid out for me. Hit she it. is a parks and rec major. Okay. She's gonna do fantastic. I love her friend so much. She's like, <sighs> there's so much love. Anyway, she said she's really into the ocean and sharks, and she was like, well. The ocean, we have only, like, mm-hmm. discovered 5 to 10, maybe 15% of it. Like, we know more of space yeah. than we do of the ocean. Mm-hmm. So could mermaids, not in the sense of, like, little mermaid, like, Ariel, could they be possible? Mm-hmm. And so she was thinking, like, they don't have to be half human, half fish, but what if it's, like, a fish that has a humanoid appearance? And it's, like, really hard blubber. And, like, because you think about it, like, they have to live in the deep or something like that. Mm -hmm. There's a reason, possibly, like, why they're so uncharted. Like, we don't know. Uh And it could be because they dive really deep down into the ocean because we can't get there because it's so pressurized. Right. And so she was thinking, like, Maybe it's really hard blubber. Like, mm-hmm. maybe it's just all scales mm-hmm. and the arms 
or like flippers uh-huh. and people were I was one I told her like well what do you do about the hair like oh, obviously yeah. there's hair and she's like well it could be tentacles and then we decided like maybe not tentacles like mm. octopus or anything yeah. but like tendrils like you know how um like dogs and cats have whiskers mm-hmm. like maybe it's like that <laughs> okay. and so my question to you Tommy <laughs> is like could you see that being a thing or is it just like just out of the realm of possibility I don't see why not like I guess like if we want to like get into it like <laughs> if, it's, if it's like that it would it would have to be really deep like we said so they would probably be colorless right mm, like opaque yeah okay. but they could still be cause aren't like fishies when they're really <laughs> I don't know, uh, when they're really deep down like they they're like sometimes even transparent because sometimes, yeah I don't remember why but that's like I remember that being a thing I don't know the reason but I do think yeah. that's true um yeah so I, I the, t- the whiskered hair thing is interesting <laughs> why do we, why do humans even have hair like what's that about like hair on our like face like you ever see anywhere like, hair like, I don't know. Maybe like. So why would they have it, or why, why should they have it? I'm. I was thinking like tendrils, maybe like. She told me a really fun fact. Like sharks can hear your heartbeat Hmm. because of. I don't know if she said it was little hairs, but it's like little. It's like a nervous system, I guess. That's around them. They can feel your pulse. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's kind of like that, like Mm -hmm. to feel what's around them. Because if you think about it, like. The creatures that they do pull from, you know, the depths of the ocean that we've been to are very much, they have, they overcompensate for one sense. Yeah. Like, whether it's, like, a really big mouth <clears throat> or it's, you know, really big one eye or, like, I don't know, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. a really big nose. Like, it overcompensates <laughs> yeah. for something. And so I'm, like, I don't know, maybe that's the thing it's overcompensating for. Maybe it's just, like, a giant ball of tendrils. I don't know. <laughs> I I saw a a documentary. It was a what do they call it? Like a f- 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 fake documentary or something? Mockumentary. Mockumentary. Um, documentary. I like that. <laughs> a a fomentary. A f- um, but uh, I didn't know it was a fake mentory at the time. <laughs> um, uh, I thought it was real, and they like fabricated all this. Um, all this evidence for for uh, uh, mermaids and stuff yeah and like after I heard it was fake I felt so dumb because it was like in high school when I should have known like <laughs> oh that's so clearly fake <laughs> but I was like so convinced I was like wow man that's crazy there are really mermaids we just don't like see them or something but I, in real life I don't see why there can't be at least some like yeah, not like the cartoon version of it, but like some version of a mermaid um, or merman. Uh, yeah, is that the other thing? Why is there like only, would there only be female maids, mers? <laughs> maids of mer? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I wouldn't say there'd be. I don't think there'd be. There'd be, you don't think there'd be men? You're no, saying? I mean, like, I think there would be. But oh, now okay. I'm thinking, like, would it just be, like, 
you know those how cells can like reproduce without like a female and a male it's just yeah like, yeah as- asexual or something yeah. yeah what if it's like like what if there's just like f- not 500 but just like 50 of them and they just like split off from yeah. themselves like that would mess me up and i'd probably never go into the ocean yeah. again so maybe let's just keep it like mermaids <laughs> and mermen because that <laughs> that scares me less okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah. we got talking again tip and i and i was like well why do you think there are mermaids and like why do you think people came up with mermaids in the first place mm. and she's like well people thought like manatees were and i'm oh. like well do you think there is some truthfulness to their description like you know how it's centaurs like or bigfoot even yeah you know, my people. dad's really big into bigfoot he is like mm-hmm. does he think he's real i'm i don't know he watches a lot of shows with bigfoot shout out to charles we should be friends charles because <laughs> i watch those documentaries to like two i don't know why that sounded weird but finding, sound big, weird. finding bigfoot yeah that's his big one i think I used to get hooked on that. It's like, <laughs> oh, they're definitely going to find them this time. But, <laughs> but, like, there's, like, like where does that stem from? Like, where does that myth come yeah, from? Because yeah. every, I don't want to say every lie, but every, yeah, every lie <laughs> is mm-hmm. kind of stemmed from a piece of truth. Yeah. And then you just change it and mm-hmm. fabricate it. So what's the truth behind those things? Yeah. That's what I would like, did they just see a deer, or did they just see a really hairy man? Or, mm-hmm. like, what... I'd love to know the origin of the stories instead yeah. of having people's interpretations. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, just getting really deep into it. Just be like, aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel good about the mermaid? I feel really good. Hopefully, Tiff, Hopefully you're Tiff happy. Knows. Hopefully, Tiff feels good. Hopefully you feel good, Tiff. Hopefully that opened the door to people who are yeah. listening to be like, mermaids, man. Yeah. So. Um, you're a reader. Yes. I um, love to read. I think, like, we all know, like, reading a good book is like nothing else, but, oh, yeah. like, we don't read books. Yeah. Like, a lot of, most people don't read books, I would say, probably. Would you agree with that? I would definitely agree with that. Definitely. Why don't we do that? <laughs> I think it's just time. People yeah. are like, I don't have the time. Yeah. I like audiobooks. And they're like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be an audiobook person. I'm like, those are like the two options. Yeah. Like either read it yourself, yeah. have someone read it to you. Like, yeah. I found that I'm not an audiobook person, nor am I a Kindle person. Like, okay. I have to have yeah, like, the, the physical. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I feel like we, we make a lot of excuses. Like, I used to do that too until recently. And I was just like, I just want to be a, a well read person. Mm-hmm. And so. That was my biggest thing growing up was when I was little, like 12, I was like, I want to be a genius, thinking that was something that you didn't have to be born with. <laughs> I was like, I'm telling you to be it. And then I realized, like, oh, no, I can't be that. Like, it's genetics. And then it was more, okay, well, I don't want to be a genius. I just want to be the smartest person I can be. Okay, And then yeah. I found, like, oh, well, reading is going to help that because – with reading you like you experience new cultures without having to leave the room right and you understand psychology without having to take the major Mm -hmm. and you just you learn a lot of things about life without having to experience it almost because 
if you're a good writer, it just they can immediately suck you in, mm-hmm. and you can suck in the audience, and then give everything that you experience and put it onto the page. Yeah, and they'll just eat it up. Yeah. So I feel like that's that's why I like reading. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some people don't read because they think they read too slow, and they're like, "Oh, I just spent a year on one book. Mm-hmm. That's fine." Mm-hmm. I think anyone who's a reader is not gonna judge you and be like, "You fool!" Like, <laughs> like you know, no one's gonna care. Like, as long as you're reading, I think, like, once you finish that book in a year, let's talk about it. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like that's that's why we rarely read. It's just. I don't know. Maybe also like the I don't I don't think this happens now, but like reading used to be so uncool. Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't think that's a thing anymore. Yeah. Maybe in like the eighties or something. Yeah, they're like reading nerds. I feel like if you want to either transport yourself to another world, mm-hmm. like relax or even learn something new, like they have help books. Yeah. Or like self help books. Mm-hmm. Then you can read, or you can use the internet, but you have to read for that too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, that answers the question. And it was I think just so. like a weird tangent. I think I think Vine certainly didn't help books. No, <laughs> Jared, <laughs> <Yeah>. nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, what were you like in high school? Oh boy, um, <laughs> I was not the coolest person. My mom likes to say I was cool, but that's my mom. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of makes it less Worse. cool than she even said that, yeah. <laughs> um, I was a nerd, and I don't know. I was really happy about it. I was like, I don't know. It felt like I like reclaimed the title back. <laughs> I was like, nerds are cool. Yeah. Like, I don't know, yeah. But at the same time, I was really into sports. Oh, so really? I was like a nerd. Like, if you want to be like labeled and stereotypes and things like that but I was a nerd and a jock so like I Hmm. had those two things competing yeah you put those together that was me right so I really liked sports and I liked you know working out and being able to objectively see progress in myself with like stats and things like that Mm -hmm. I was really into that but at the same time I really liked schoolwork Mm -hmm. like I love structure <laughs> Love stress. I get so happy when people are like, "Here's a schedule." I'm like, I just want to cry sometimes, especially if it's color coded or something like that. Like, oh, it just makes me so happy. Um, so I liked school a lot, and I think it's kind of transported itself to college. The only thing I didn't like about high school was. I didn't get to pick the stuff I wanted to pick. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I guess you had to do that with gen eds, too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, that was my only complaint. I, I, re- I had uniform. I went to oh, private really? school. So I was like, I love uniforms, too. I love, I don't know. I just, that was me. Like, it just took a load off to not have to yeah. think about oh, are they going to like this outfit? Like, yeah. who cares? You're wearing a pleated skirt and a polo. Like, yeah. the only thing you have to worry about is if you want to wear a green one, a blue one, or a white one. Uh-huh. Like, that's it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, that's... that's I didn't get picked on, per se. I know my friends did. Hmm. Um, which was definitely not cool. Yeah. Yeah. Why, don't you, why didn't you get picked on? I have no idea, Tom. I really don't. I 
mean, maybe they were, like, talking behind my back. I have no idea. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. There's just one of those mysteries. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. Uh, I think you you would, like, I don't know, you'd have, like, a really calming... Oh, like thank you. Personality, I, I think that's... Inside, I'm just like a nervous ball of energy. <laughs> really? <just> like <laughs> that's crazy, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. If I'm like with people in good company, like, you ever... I don't know, you ever experience like when you get really shy in a group of people that mm-hmm. you don't know, mm-hmm. but the minute you see your one friend, you're like... Pfft. <laughs> and you're just like, oh my god, wow. And people would just, like, they don't understand the switch. Yeah. But it's like I know them and I feel comfortable with them. Yeah. So maybe that's why. Like yeah. whenever I walk around I'm like very nervous. But the minute I see you or I see Madison huh. or like any of my other friends, I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's why. Maybe yeah, that's I why think I, feel calm. I think yeah, you're you're like I don't know, I couldn't imagine picking on you. <laughs> like or anybody. <laughs> like not school. me. Uh, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Um, and I guess you weren't always like this. No, took a. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't think I was like obnoxious, mm-hmm. but I definitely, I have like a lot of low self esteem in middle mm-hmm. school to maybe like tenth grade of high school, and so that was difficult to be like, because mm-hmm. I had acne. That mm-hmm. was the biggest thing, and I had braces, and I grew too tall. I just grew really fast. Like, really? I was this height when I was 12. Wow. Yeah, and I'm just like, I just didn't know how to do, like, deal with it. Yeah. So, I used to be really, really, really shy. Mm. Like, would slump my shoulders and be like, what did you say that? And they're like, mm. what did you say? I'm like, just make it worse. <laughs> but I found, like, as I'm getting older, I'm still not 100% comfortable with who I am just yet. Yeah. Because I still think I have a lot to learn about myself. But this goes back to being like an unproblematic queen. <laughs> my my dream is just like, I just have to be like, I'm Tina. Like, that's that's all I can be. And if it doesn't suit you, then sucks to your ass now. But if it's cool with you, then let's be friends. Like, yeah. I just have to kind of have that, it's a hit or miss personality. Like, yeah. Not be so... Like into the misses. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sucks yeah. to your asthma, by the way, is from Lord of the Flies, and that's my new thing that I'm doing. Say it again. Sucks to your asthma. What is that again? It's like it's in the beginning of Lord of the Flies and it's this British kid and he's like, My he's I'm gonna talk in British accent. He's like, My my auntie says that I have asthma and he's saying asthma like you can't breathe. And this kid named Ralph turns to the kid and he's like what is it? And he's like, asthma. He calls it asthmar. Okay. And then, this is super off tangent. It's probably <laughs> not going to make sense. But he, <coughs> like, the kid who has asthma, his name is Piggy. And mm-hmm. he's like, he's like, well, I can't run that fast. And Ralph turns around. He's like, sucks to your asthma. He's <laughs> like, I don't know. I thought that was the funniest part in the book. Because he's just like, forget this. And he just sprints off somewhere. So... That's what I say, and I'm just like done. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, You're probably like, I'm never having her back on the show again. No, no, of course not. <laughs> um, there was a thing. Uh, I can't remember what it was exactly. You got it. You got um, 
Oh, uh, this was TJ Miller on the Nerdist podcast. He said um, it's better to be uh, polarizing than neutralizing. Mm. And I think that's kind of what you're saying. Like, maybe not at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, what, like, what's polarizing? So polarizing is uh, I love it or hate it, and neutralizing mm. is like, yeah, it's, it's all right. Mm. So you kind of want... You were kind of saying, like, you want people to be, like, yes or no, and not just, like, mm. yeah, she's just... I guess unproblematic is, like, kind of neutral, though. Yeah. It's kind of, mm. like, for me, like, I want to be neutral and not be, like, I want to look at someone and if I don't agree with them or if I don't like them per se, and it's difficult to say, like, I don't like you, and it's when it's really, I don't like your habits or your personality. Mm. It's not mm. like you don't like this person. Yeah. You just don't like something about them. Yeah. And so to be neutral with that and be like, well, I may not like this, but I'm just going to let you live. Like, I'll find solutions along the way of things that, that annoy me. Mm. Whereas I want other people to be polarizing and just say, like, I don't like you or I don't like this. I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's like this yeah. weird mixture of it. And yeah. like I don't want to be that person where, like, oh, I really like this person, and the next thing I do is, like, I can't stand oh, her, yeah, you know, yeah. like, and have that kind of weird lukewarmness. Mm. So I feel like maybe polarizing is, like, really cold, and neutral is, like, really warm, mm. but I don't want to be, I don't, I don't know, maybe I, just, I think I just, like, confused myself, but I don't want to be, like, <sighs> I want to be both, but have, like, a good mixture that's Balance. not negative. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the positive of it would be I objectively know what I want and what I'm looking for in a mm-hmm. friend or something. But if you aren't that, like, that's fine. Hmm. Whereas negative would be, I don't even know if that's even right. It just be like, I don't like you, but I'm going to pre- pretend I like you, and then I'm going to talk about you behind your back. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I'm probably like, probably like, what? It's a it's a really fine line to to walk with that, and like those two definitions. Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. I'm gonna <laughs> think about that. I'll come back to you with that one, like my actual thing, because I feel like I I keep talking. I'm probably just gonna keep digging myself in a hole. <laughs> yeah, when you I do that a lot, where I feel like I'm not fully um, expressing myself to, to like to the best of my ability, and I just keep repeating what I was saying. <laughs> And like, yeah, and then I'm like, do you understand? You don't understand. I'm not saying it right. It's not your fault. It's my fault. Yeah. Um, but we don't have to figure it out today. Yeah. It's okay. We got time. <laughs> we got time. Um, <clears throat> the older I get, the more stuff I do that I use. The older I get. <laughs> thank you. Marker. Uh, I get the older I get the <laughs> dang it that's the, it's not important it's not important let's go to the next no, one no no we, we got this Tom. do you want me to say it yeah you say it <laughs> okay it's the older I get the more I do stuff I used to say I would never do that's why I need to read because you read that perfectly <laughs> and I don't read <laughs> that's why I need to read <laughs> uh, yeah so what do you think about that do you agree or disagree? Is this polarizing? <laughs> oh, good. Call back. <laughs> TJ Miller, take notice. <laughs> <laughs> um, the 
older I get, the more I do stuff, I used to say. I don't think I do. Because I remember when I was little, like six, and I was like, when I turn 16, I'm going to drive and go to parties. And I just like, I guess that's the opposite. I never did that. Yeah. But then I did one, I don't know. I did one time and I was like, I hate this. And it was when I was way older. Uh huh. But I don't know if I would ever do it again. Okay. I feel like that just kind of like agreed to that statement. I'm trying to think of something that I said I would never do, like smoking. Yeah. I don't understand smoking. That scared me as a child. You ever yeah. see like those truth.com commercials? Yeah. Like the people with their holding. That gave me nightmares. Really? Like having a hole in your throat, that's like. Like, if there's one no-no area, on my apart from all the others, it'd be, like, my neck. Like, don't touch my neck. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Like, there's something about it. Maybe, like, not the back of my neck, like, the front huh. where my throat is. That just, that bothers me. And she had a, had a hole in her neck and we're, like, she was, like, I have to close it so I can take showers. And I was just <laughs> traumatized. And I looked at my mom and my dad, like, <laughs> like that's what happens but it obviously doesn't happen to everybody but yeah. that's a thing and so I think that's one when I was younger that I was like I'm never gonna smoke <clears throat> and I still haven't and I think it's because I was traumatized mm-hmm. but yeah I'd say maybe also like drugs mm-hmm. never done drugs yeah just kind of like all those hmm Like, when you're younger, I don't know how to, like, put it into a coherent sentence. Yeah, I just say, like, the the things that were negative then, I've still kind of been like, no, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Because I was just talking to Madison about this. I was like, I seen... Like, I don't see my potential all the time, but mm-hmm. I see everyone as potential. Mm-hmm. And, like, why would you do something to snuff that potential or yeah. like that fire? Yeah. Like, why? I remember I said, like, why do ABC and end up in a place where it's really, really difficult and complicated? Like, take smoking. Like, why smoke and then get a hole in your throat yeah. or get asthma or something really really negative when you could just do something else like with your life like Mm -hmm. you may be tempted to smoke paint or like yeah just find another outlet where you don't do something negative and then you can do xyz and it opens up so many more opportunities than smoking which could lead to drugs Mm -hmm. or like abusive alcohol like you know like there's different branches that we take and I guess with this with the older I get the more I do stuff I used to say I'd never do it's almost like peer pressure mm. like you the older you get you're like well it didn't, doesn't look so bad now like yeah. your perspective changes yeah I don't know if that's answering your no, question no that's definitely I, I wrote a blog um, my birthday blog I talked about how like kids are right when they like don't like drinking and stuff mm-hmm. and so like I think society like there's like the club of people that can drink and then kids are like but that's bad and then when they are a lot like when they can get in the club 
when they have the opportunity to get in the club, they want to feel like a part of something. So mm-hmm. they get in the club of drinking, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, so I think that's kind of what you were saying. Um, also, okay, so then, but then again, like, there's also growth to be had yeah. in, like, not for, like, drinking and stuff, but, like, yeah. with, hmm, with, like, <clears throat> I guess, uh, like, kids usually, like, around our age or, like, younger, um, say, like, oh, I'll never get married, oh, I'll never have kids, but then that changes too so that so like depending on what the subject is like it's either growth or you're peer pressured Mm -hmm. I think and also something that you said um was see I'm just starting to heat up and you're starting to like not complete your your thoughts and I don't know why (laughs) like we switched but um it's because it got dark outside (laughs) (laughs) maybe I usually do them when they're like podcasts when it's dark outside so maybe that's it um that's very weird but uh, you, you said uh, something about um, oh smoking. Like, why would you chance like the um, risk, like the potential of not being your full potential? Yeah. And um, I can't remember. It was on um, Pete Holmes' podcast. You made it weird, but he talked about something like something adjacent to that, but like not exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, how like why you shouldn't do open relationships because like love is so rare and precious that like why would you like give it a chance to to um like dissolve because like you want to have a side piece or like whatever um so I think that's like similar to what you're saying about like your potential like your potential is the love and you don't want to risk the potential with a side piece aka smoking or something mm, like you have like this FOMO almost like you're fear of missing out you're yeah like, yeah well why risk like the chance to settle with yeah. something that you're really really happy about uh-huh. and then instead of being like well I'm happy with this but there could be something way better out there mm-hmm. it's like probably not <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like that kind of thing but I can see I really like the the way you took it with growth Mm-hmm. And saying like, yeah, there's definitely things like looking back on this quote with the growth context. There are definitely things I said when I was little. Where I was like, I'm never going to do this mm-hmm. that I've done now. And I'm, I feel happier that I've done it. Yeah. And I look back and I'm like, whoa, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and like 10 year old Tina would be really proud of myself like right yeah. now. I'd be like, oh, I actually did this mm-hmm. and it didn't kill me. <laughs> you know, so. I like that that way you took it with growth. That's yeah. really good. And also when you're a kid, you think it's more black and white. Um, oh, I'm yeah. trying to think of a, of a of a better example, but the one I'm thinking of now is like my friend um, is like not in an open relationship, quote unquote, but like close to it. Mm. And But it's like they're in different states and stuff. Oh. So it's like hard to be like you know like be exclusive when they're in different states and like can't really they could only call each other if they wanted to and yeah it's like not even that serious yet but like they're like we like each other but it's just not the right time so like 
So yeah, so that's like one step away from being in an open relationship, I guess, but because they're not in a relationship, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting how like that's like the back, like the like loophole or whatever. So it's not like, hey, I want to date you and other people. Like that's not like your <laughs> opening line, which it was what like I thought of at first when I first heard about like open relationships. It feels like it should be that kind yeah. of like, direct. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I. I think it rarely is, but I guess I don't know for sure. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I know many. <laughs> yeah, I don't know many people that's done it. So, um, yeah, you feel good with that? I feel good. You feel good? Uh, yeah. So okay. now we're gonna move into uh, to like a, a couple game things. Oh How do you yes, feel about that? I love okay. games. Um, so the first one, um, I guess it doesn't matter what we do first, but. Um, we're gonna do a thing called fake acronyms. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna give you an acronym. Oh boy. And you're gonna just like make up what it means. Are you ready? Yes, I am. All right. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Of, I see a good one. Uh, that would be tough. But okay. So you to you. You to you. Yeah. Like the number two in the middle. Probably like United to Umbrellas. Just <laughs> <laughs> have like one nation tape. under umbrellas. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. R M X P. Yeah. R M X P. Wow. That might be hard. <laughs> X's are hard. Um. Okay. <laughs> Radical mothers against xylophone prodigies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. <laughs> just like, That's funny. That's just hilarious. Big, like, like a radical mother. Like, yeah. oh, you need a xylophone. <laughs> Pick a different instrument, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, C-I-M. C-I-M? Mm-hmm. Computer Intel membership. Okay. <laughs> that was like a really serious. That's a really one. official one. Yeah. <laughs> um, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess we could look up what it actually means because that's fun sometimes. Um, that was CIM. Yeah. Oh, there's a bunch. Oh wow. Computer integrated manufacturing. Was oh, close. that was really close. Let's see. Any other computer ones? There's got to be computer interface module. Module. That's a that's a really interesting. Hey, it's Tommy Wait, your host and post here. I don't I don't know what happened here. We were having fun, and then the, the thing just stopped recording. Uh, so the rest of the the game section got cut off for some reason. Um, so just imagine that we had fun because we did. And uh, I'm sorry that this happened, but it's all good. And as soon as it was done being the game section, I realized it because I went back to the recording screen 
and so we just started recording him and then you have the rest here so here you go okay we're back <laughs> um we were having too much fun it was a system overload but uh it's like can't compute <laughs> we had fun anyway um so <clears throat> the last question is what is the hardest time you've laughed oh boy or a time you've laughed really hard because that's a big question <laughs> um there's this is recent okay but there, there's this video um <laughs> It's of it's of like Alicia Keys video, okay. and she's a walking meme. All right. I don't know if you've seen the one where she got the haircut. No. <laughs> <laughs> but the the video only has her for like one second, and Nicki Minaj. It's like this con. They're at their concert, and Nicki Minaj is rapping to this girl's on fire, girl on fire, mm-hmm. and she's like almost ending it. And the the quote was. It's Alicia Keys' song, and she still can't even hit the right note. And she's, like, in the back, just, like, dancing. And then Nikki cuts out, and she hits the note, and I guess it's, like, it's too high. And she's, like, this? And she just says this, and it cuts out. I mean, that had me rolling for, like, 30 minutes. And I would just look at the phone and die. And I'm sure my roommates, I was... I was so far gone with that one. And my roommates were probably like, what is she doing? Like, I was screaming with laughter. It was so funny. A premature cut is always really funny. Really? I think so. Not always, but like... <laughs> like, when it just immediately stops. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I gotta find it. I also gotta find the... <laughs> that other meme. <laughs> I don't know. She just makes me laugh. You probably need to find Hopefully it's funny to you. Hopefully. If not, I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> okay. I'm excited. <laughs> oh, no. So people will just put, like, random captions to it, like, when you get a 58 on a test <laughs> <laughs> and they're like somebody got a 58 on this test and they're like when you realize it's you <laughs> I don't know like it just would send me through the roof I would say that's the hardest I've laughed Wow. junior year so like it was good I've gotta sift through I hope I can find it if I can't I'll just show you when I find it okay Well, here's one, like, where she goes off-key, because it's a typical thing. (laughs) 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 And it's just like... (laughs) And it's like the way the camera's positioned goes off the screen. Yeah. I don't know. I just found it funny that it's like a common thing for her. I'll put that on the uh, on my website and people <laughs> can watch that because you have it's really you need to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> you need to watch. So yeah, that's the hardest I've left junior year. Maybe like in my life, I don't know. In my life, um, 
Stuff my sister does is really funny. Which one? Tiara. The second. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The one that's closest. Second to me. youngest, yeah. She is hilarious. Hi, Tiara, if you're watching. <laughs> That'd be really weird if she was watching. I mean, if you're she's, listening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's like over there just watching she's us. Like, you're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> no, like when we were kids, I don't know. She just like is really funny. She's really funny now too because her humor's evolved. Mm-hmm. But yeah, probably with her or like with my friend Tiff, we just talk about stupid stuff, and it escalates. So like you can't just jump in. Mm-hmm. You gotta like be there at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, recently <laughs> Alicia Keys always makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like gut scream, just like <laughs> off the camera. <laughs> oh my one. goodness! <laughs> I have a video that I think it's a. Um, a vine technically but uh, it's not funny but like I can't stop watching it for some reason and it's Lil Uzi I don't know it's probably third day out here yeah no I love love that that one too but um, (laughs) but uh, it's a different one and just the fact that have you heard that he's like not making music anymore like at all yeah he like said he deleted everything and he's like quitting music and like he's he's been he's supposed to put out an album like really really soon um did he give like a reason why or just like nothing i think i think it was like something about people's expectations and stuff and it was just too much for him and he just mm. was like forget it. i just want to he said he wants to go back to 2013 so wow. like before he's famous i guess so wow. he doesn't like the limelight but um it like makes this video more special to me mm-hmm. uh just because it's he like is basically dead <laughs> not really but um immediately yeah. <laughs> so. i like his hype man too He's like yeah with a cup and like <laughs> I just love that he like was just walking down the street and then he turns and because <laughs> that's his song. It is. I don't really listen to it. Okay. Music. Yeah, that's why he turned. Oh, okay. I guess I should have included no, that. Right. that. But imagine just so walking down the street and hearing your song. That must be so crazy. wild. Yeah. I yeah. Know. I love. Really? I can't stop watching that for some reason right now. Um. Uh, so you don't really have social media except for Instagram. Yeah. Um. A YouTube channel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to plug that, that too. Yeah. Um, nice. I'll try and post. What are you? What are you on? On that? You want to tell the people? Yeah. So I have a YouTube channel, and I started it <laughs> last year, and I just do covers, and I've been really bad about it lately. But I've been also putting like original music <clears throat> into it as well. So if you want to check that out there's like a playlist of you ever make like fake albums for yourself no what do you mean like you make an album but you you don't have a record company or like a label or anything you're just like this is my album it drops and you just put it on like i don't know soundcloud like you make your own music and mm-hmm. stuff yeah and i, I mean, like yeah. produce it and stuff and but it, there's no like cds or anything it's just all digital yeah so there's an album if you want to listen to it uh, it's called How Did I Get Here? <laughs> <laughs> I like that title. Thank you. And it's on YouTube. Um, yeah, it's more like 
like rock alternative really trying to like the the new album i'm working on Mm -hmm. i'm really trying to put it like more upbeat and like funkatronic or something like that i feel like oh yeah you can just play like i feel like this album would be something you listen to while like drinking tea or something (laughs) the next album would be like what you listen in a car ride okay so if you want to listen to it that would be amazing i try i'm gonna start trying to post regular regularly but yeah so shout out to charles shout out to charles i actually have you seen my december video the the one that's like you playing piano yeah yeah (gasps) yes Yeah, he's he's a big fan of you. Thanks, thanks, Mr. Wade. (laughs) It means a lot. (laughs) But yeah, it's Christina Caston, C A S T O N, and it should be me, like a face. I don't really know what. (laughs) It's just a face. It's not my face. It's It's not. But you'll know. No, I think it's like me holding a rock or like throwing something up (laughs) in a denim jacket. (laughs) I think that's what it's supposed to be. But yeah, <laughs> um, and that's also Christina Caston on Instagram. Yes, it is. I I definitely post more there, mm-hmm. and then I like link my YouTube channel too. So yeah, if you yeah. want to see what I'm doing on a somewhat weekly basis, <laughs> you can definitely follow. But yeah. And you're cooking extravaganzas. Yeah. Sometimes. I love cooking. Yeah, you can always watch that story. It's La Cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like taking French, so I'm like, all right. Oh, wow. Yeah, nice. I can say, uh, Je suis Christine Caston, je parle francois. Oh, no, not francois. Francais et anglais. <laughs> They'd be like, we reject her for the country of France. She can't come. She can't visit. <laughs> uh, do you feel good? I feel good. All right. That's it then. I hope this made you think. Yeah. Thank you so much, Tommy. (laughs) Thank you. Shout out to my mom and dad. Just want to say hi. Thanks for everything. Thank you for making her. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you to Mr. and Mrs. Waite for making Tommy. (laughs) (laughs) We did it. We did it. That was awesome. Thank you so much.